as we begin our tale, if we can even call it that. You see, a young boy, scared, alone, walking up from a tumultuous river. Looks around, left, right. Nowhere around can he see anybody he knows, or anybody at all. He picks himself up by his bootstraps. Well, he would if he had any. Unfortunately, he's barefoot. And walks on. Aimlessly. No clue as to how he got here or where he's going. He continues to walk. The rain pouring down hard. Soaking the clothes that he does have all the way through. He swears he can feel the moisture all the way down to his bones. His feet sinking into the mud of the trail he's walking on. He continues to press onward. Until he sees a lantern light not too far ahead. He stumbles towards it. Cold. Coughing. Sick. Hungry. Dehydrated. Until he sees a... An old woman. She looks at him. Are you lost, dearie? Yes. Oh, um, let's, uh, let's get you somewhere safe, hmm? Okay. Mm, come on, there's a, there's a settlement not too far from here. You can go and find some help. Uh, have you heard of Bogsborough? No, I haven't heard of anything. Thank you. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. Come here. She drapes her shawl over him, covering him from the rain. The two of them walk towards a small village in the swamp of eternal night. As... The two of them reach this swamp. The old woman with the lantern says, Well, you head inside and look for someone to help you and get you all set up. They're really friendly people and they'll, they'll be looking after you. And if you're ever in Lantern, you can always come see me. Okay. All right. Thank you. Of course, here. Yeah. Have a little something for the road. She hands him a small bit of bread. And gestures him towards the walkway leading into Boxborough. There's an young man covered in all kinds of quills and por like very porcupine looking. Uh, with a bandana around to keep the quills out of his eyes. And he kind of looks over. Hey, are you okay, kid? Where's your parents? You okay? I don't know where my parents are. I 
No, it's it's all right, kid. Um, come with me. Let's get you some food and some some clothes. We'll get you all set up, okay? All right. As the two of them head into Bogsboro, this gentleman gets this little child set up with clothes, cleaned off, dried, and sets him up with a bowl of soup in a tavern. Necrocolisk, as it's called. In this small tavern here in the swamps, there's not much going on. Just these two, and there, this, this gentleman who seems to be the bartender here. And this small child devouring this bowl of soup. And there's a bell chime at the door, and a small little girl walks in. Oh, uh, hi, Quill. Uh, y oh, you got someone new? Hi. Hi. Hi, um, my name's Mindy. What, what's yours? Oh, um, nice to meet you, Drian. Hey, you just move here? Yes. Oh. Oh, well, if you did, then you still need the tour. What? I gotta show you where everything is. Ooh, hey, do you like potatoes? Yeah. I can show you where the potato farms are. You're gonna love it. For potatoes here? Yeah. That's awesome. Trust me, you're gonna love it here. Just, just, just don't worry about it. Come on, eat, eat, eat. Finish your soup. I'm gonna go and, hmm, I'm gonna go plan out this route. Let's need, we need a plan for this. Okay, okay. All right. Um, you keep eating. I'm gonna. Okay. Um, and she grabs some paper and a charcoal pencil and starts sketching out a travel route. As the two of them sit there, going over the travel route and heading on, they pick themselves up and walk outside. Mindy leads Drian through the town. Oh, and uh, over there, that, that's the crocolisk corral. Uh, that's where they—that's where they keep all the crocolisks. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, but if you see one, don't look them in the eye. You will get turned to stone, and it takes a while for them to fix it. That's okay. I, I don't normally look anybody in the eye. Uh, oh. No, well, I mean, like, yeah, they're all kind of really tall up. But, um, there is some other stuff that we can see. Ooh, okay, so you already saw the crocolisk, so that one's pretty fun, right? Um, what else is there? Uh, let's see here. Um, we go this way. I, I, I swear, I, I, I swear I wrote through this out. I swear I did. But apparently, apparently I didn't draw this route well enough. Okay, here we go. Um, so, right there we have the rice patties. And across there's the potato farms. And then we have this, this shop right here that's getting, getting built right now. Um, it's going to have all kinds of herbs and spices there when it's done. So that's pretty cool. Um, and then... 
we have this other shop over here. It's been kind of empty for a while, but I'm, I'm really hopeful that when we have new people coming in that they're all going to get more shops in here. And then eventually, next thing you know, this will be a really big city with lots of fun stuff to do. Not that there's not fun stuff to do now, but like, we need more fun stuff, right? I'm sure we could come up with something. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, we'll go over here. Um, oh, and all the way down by where we started, I forgot to mention it, but there's like a big area where we hold Swamp Fest every year. Um, and Swamp Fest? Yeah, yeah, we have like really good food and cooking, and we show off all of our special abilities. And she opens the set of eyes underneath her prior set of eyes. And you can see she has four different eyes, uh, much like a spider's face. And she shows her fingers, which are long and pointed. See? Oh. Yeah. yeah. Um, eyes are so pretty. <laughs> Aw, thanks. <laughs> um, ooh, but over here, over here we have three of my favorite people. Um, that's, uh, Grace, Piper, and Elena. Let's, let's go say hi to them. We can introduce you. Oh, oh okay. Are, are you sure? Y yeah, they're, they're really cool. They kind of help protect the town and everything. Scary. Oh, no, no, no. They're not scary. Oh, uh, hi, Mayor Grave. <laughs> hey, y'all. <laughs> it's good to see you. <laughs> and who's this right here? Oh, it's it's, uh, it's good to meet you, Drian. I'm I'm Mayor of Bogsboro. Oh. My name is Homlin. You can call me Mayor Grave, though. <laughs> Mayor Grave. Yep. I can't shake your hand. Oh, that's okay. I don't have hands. I okay. have hoofs. <laughs> that's a pig joke for you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Um, well, you kids have fun and stay safe. Remember, don't look the crocolisks in the eyes. <laughs> As Mayor Grave walks off, you cross the bridge, and you swear that you hear something in the water. These two do. Yeah, but it's nothing. You're not really too worried about it. As you get all the way over to these three different houses, you can see on the left a small wooden shack with different kinds of snakes. Uh, Slithering around all over the support structures and beams. You can see spiders climbing in the windows. In the center house, you can see a um, very dark purple painted uh, wooden building. And on the front, there is mounted several different uh, halberds, pikes, glaives, spears, maces, morning stars. That are all just hanging there in the front of her, around this house. And on the right, we see a very quaint looking, um, a cobblestone house that's got moss growing over it, and you can see there's a fire going from the chimney. Uh, as these people, as our two, our two young kids approach towards the, uh, groups, the group of houses, you hear the door open on the far house. Oh, um, hello, Mindy. It's... and who's this? As you see, you can see a young, fair-skinned elven woman with black hair kind of flowing all the way down to her lower back. And she's got a pointed hat on and a long red dress. Oh, um, so sorry, I... 
Not too sure I've ever met you before. Oh, <laughs> well, it's good to meet you. My name's Elena. Elena, Adrian. Now, in, inside my sister's quarreling, uh, Grace and Piper. Well, we're sisters in the metaphorical sense, you see. Bit of a family found over here. Okay. So, um, is it just you that moved here, or did you come with family? It's just me. I don't have a family. Oh. Well... It's gonna be all right. You you have good you have a good group here that's gonna look after you and take care of you, and you'll you'll have a home here. Okay. Okay. Plus, now that I've got an extra bit of room in my place, you're more than welcome to stay with me. Oh, are you sure? Yeah, I can even teach you magic. Magic. Yes, I'm a bit of a witch myself. I always wanted to learn magic. Well, come on in, I'll introduce you to everybody. Okay. Alright, um, I'll, I'll let you go ahead, Adrian. But, uh, if you want, you can always come meet me at the Cockleisk. I'm going to be over there drawing. Okay, thank you, Mindy. Of course. Bye. Bye. As Drian heads inside. You see, you can, he can see a woman about 28, 29 years old with dark hair. It's got a purplish tint to it that's cropped short like a pixie cut, who is wearing uh, what looks to be full plate armor, even though there's not even a remote combat kind of situation going on in here. And another younger looking woman, maybe 22, 23, uh, who is going to be elven or half elven with bright green hair and freckles, who's wearing um, a leather corset with a dark green dress underneath. Oh, uh, hey kid, um, who are you? Oh, um, yeah, uh, okay. Hi, Drian. My name is Piper. Hi, Piper. And this is my sister, Grace. It looks like you've already met Elena. Hi, Grace. Hello, Drian. Mm. Are you always this nervous? Maybe. Uh, no, maybe. No, there's nothing to be nervous about. We're all friends here. Yeah? Mm. It's a bit, a bit, a bit, it's a bit difficult to take it off. You see. Then get help. Maybe I should. Well, I'll leave you all to it. Piper and I, we have some business to attend to with our father, so Elena will uh, keep you company. Okay. All right. Um. Yeah. You you stay safe out there. Okay. Oh, and here you go. Thank you. Piper reaches forward and hands Drian a small dagger. For the crocolisks. Oh. As Drian's in there with only Elena now. Uh, so, um, is there any particular kind of magic you're interested in? 
There, there is one, but I don't even know if it's possible. Oh, well, a lot of things she are possible. She had green hair, so I don't... A lot of things are possible with magic. Just, just tell me. So something to make the outside match the inside. Yeah. Okay. Well, do you want to help me do it? So it's possible? Absolutely. Then absolutely. Alright. And she pulls a dark tomed book from her shelf. She lays it out on a book stand pulls from the ethereal plane, the cauldron. Well, here we've got our ingredients list. She flips open the black book. It's wet, Icarus pages slopping. Every page turn. Alright. Well, fun little fact for you, Adrian. This is one of my most favorite spell books. And here contains spells that I've never even seen before. Things that can do all sorts of magic. Things that I even never thought were possible. But a lot of them are a little bit past my pedigree. But what we're starting with is definitely accomplishable, so don't worry about that. Okay. Alright, let's see here. Alright, will you grab that smoky looking bottle over there? Yes, that one right this there. One? Yeah, the okay. one, the one labeled right. Yeah, that one right okay. there. All right, and that little box over there. Yeah, the one shaking. Yeah, just um, don't worry about it shaking. Uh, I'm worried. No, but just, okay. Just, 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 just bring okay. it away. All right, here, here you go. All right, and okay. Ooh, and then from the well right outside. Yeah, take this bucket and get two bucketfuls and dump them into the cauldron. Okay. As the witch and her new apprentice get to work, magic is created that night in that room. And a person grew to feel just the way that they felt on the outside and have reflected on who they are on the, on the outside, making them a complete person, fully and wholly accepting of who they are. You flash forward. It's been five years. We see Mindy now sitting at her desk. She's near a window, working away at a sketch pad. You can see her drawing looks like the front to a shop store. She tucks her hair is charcoal black behind her ear. Bites her lower lip and turns her head slightly in order to get a better angle as she draws away. As there's a small rap at the window. We see Rian there holding 
bouquet of flowers. Much taller now, and sporting a very, very light bit of scruff on the chin. He's dressed to the nines in the most dapper possible outfit he could muster. As he gets her attention. Hey, Mindy. You have a sec? Uh, yeah, of course, Trian. Uh, what is it? She I, op- um... She opens the window. Oh, I... you're really dressed up. Are you going Are you going somewhere? Are you going to Swamp Fest? Uh, I, I was hoping that we would go to Swamp Fest together. Maybe these are for you? Oh, these are lovely. These are... Are these... These are Bogsboro irises. You remembered. <laughs> of course I'll go with you. Um, kind of wish you would have given me more of a heads up. Let me go get dressed real quick. I'm sorry. It, it's okay. I, I'll be right there, okay? The two of them now walking through the Festival of Swamp Fest, all the different food stalls and different crafts and art and exhibitions and such on display. Bogsboro having obviously grown a lot in the past five years. <laughs> so, um, have you given any thought what you're going to do next year? Uh, well, I mean, been been practicing the magic. Um, maybe thinking about uh, Seeking other teachers. Oh? Not, not that. Not that Elena's not great. It just there's there's a limit to how much you can learn from one one person, right? I, yeah, I mean, you, you can only see so much of the beauty of the world if you only stay in one town, right? Um, so, would, would this, like, uh, take you outside of Bogsboro? I... There's not a whole lot of people here that... Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, you, I mean, you, you could definitely come back and, like, visit, though, right? As often as I can. <laughs> Good, because, um, no one quite knows how to make me laugh in the most awkwardly comfortable ways... As you do. Oh, uh... <laughs> um... Uh, a- a- any, any... What about, what about you? What are you... What were you drawing? Oh, um... Yeah, I, uh... I spoke to Mayor Grave, and he got me all set up to open my own shop here in a few years. So I was designing the front of it. Really? I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna send, sell all kinds of goods and such and try to really help the economy here and maybe, maybe make it to where, you know, we can have, like, uh, different adventuring gear so we can get people from outside of town and get visitors and, and you know, really help spread the knowledge that, you know, we're, we're good people and that we're not meant to be scared of or... Or like we're monsters or, or anything like that. It's just, I, I think people need to see us in, in a good, positive light. You, you know? Yeah. 
I definitely think a lot of people are scared of us just because they don't take the chance to get to know who we are. Yeah, um, well, hopefully this will change that. <laughs> oh, hey, um, look it, <laughs> we've got, uh, you, th- you think you can, you think you can beat me in a game of, uh, <laughs> in a game of Wallaby Wallaby? Probably not, we both know that you're the stronger of the two of us. <laughs> well, I don't know, you might be able to beat me this time. Okay. Alright. As the two of them travel through the grounds of Swampfest, enjoying each other's company, playing, having fun, laughing, there's a sense of peace, calm, happiness. The night stretches along until the two of them standing in a glade. Fireflies dancing through the sky. Soft music in the background. A banjo. A guitar. A lute. Soft music. The two of them awkwardly looking at each other. Standing almost uncomfortably close as they dance. <laughs> um, I have to say, thank you for tonight. I've been so stuck in my head lately. Are you, uh... Are you gonna leave soon, or...? I... I don't know. Elena said that she wanted to show me some more stuff. Before I go, so it's probably gonna be a little bit. The higher level stuff takes so long to learn and copy. And yeah. Well, I mean, we can make the most of every day that we have, right? Yeah. Can I? Would you be okay if I um? If you what? If 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 I kissed you right now. <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'd like that. As the two of them lean in awkwardly, bumping heads. Ow! Oh, I'm sorry. This is, I've never done this before. It's okay. I mean, honestly, it's supposed to be like this. And she grabs him by the neck, pulls him in, and they kiss. As the twinkle from the fireflies dims down. And the night fades away. As you pick back up five more years in the future, Drian grabbing his things from Elena's house, puts them all together, grabs everything. Now, you be safe out there, okay? I have the you've given me, and the stagger still. I I think I'll be okay. I, I know, I I know, and I know I'm not your mom, but I still worry about you. I know, I'll be okay. I promise, and I will 
day to let you know that I'm fine. Well, you know me, I do like the letters, so if you get the chance. Yes, I sending is limited to that, that short verse, so I will definitely make sure to keep you filled in. Thank you. And don't forget to go say bye to Mindy, too. I know you've been putting it off. She doesn't want me to leave. She understands just as much as you do that people need to grow. You just need to let her help her see that. Uh, that's actually where I'm headed next. Alright. Love you. Love you, kiddo. Now, don't make the rest of that world your bitch, huh? Yes, ma'am. As Drian sets off through Bogsboro, sheepishly and slightly nervously heading towards Mindy's corner store. You can see Mindy sitting at the stall, right, right at the counter, right inside the store, through the window. She has a notebook out, a quill and ink, and is taking notes vehemently. She has her hair pulled up in a messy bun, and a small bowl of lemon wedges on the right of the notebook. As Drian sees this image, knowing full well that she has not seen him yet. Do you know how beautiful you are? <laughs> what, what? <laughs> you scared me! I, I'm sorry, I got caught up. <sighs> um. I do. But it's amazing for you to remind me so often as you do. So, um... I see you've got your back. Yeah, I, uh... Getting ready to head out. And I know you like sleep time. And I put it off till the day of. I just... Oh, you do have a habit of waiting until the last minute, don't you? <laughs> yeah, that's me. <laughs> Well, I understand. I've been waiting for this. You know, you've always been the adventurous, so... But you'll always have a family and home here. People that love you. Yeah. Don't forget that, okay? I'll never forget that. <laughs> I, I will be coming home soon. I, you know, I just... I want to add some more things to this book and uh, maybe help people see that we're not so scary. If anyone can help change the world, it's you. I'd be absolutely terrified to be standing in your way. <laughs> you don't have to exaggerate, Mindy. I... I love you. I love you too. I promise I'll be back. And I... <laughs> I just told Elena that I would give her a sending every day and 
You're no exception to that. <laughs> well, thank you. And also write you letters. Good, good. Because there are some things that 25 words can't say. Well, in the meantime, she hands you a small beaded bracelet with repeating orange and purple beads around it. And right as a charm in the middle of the bracelet, there's a semi-complete heart made out of the iron that is found in the swamp. It curves all the way around, almost completing the heart, leaving a slightly open spot near the clasp. Think of me, okay? Every moment you know that my son. <laughs> she wraps her arms around him and just holds him really tight. Kissing him once on the forehead. final, deep, passionate kiss, the two lovers part way, Drian wandering off towards the unknown, and Mindy, palming the uh, amulet around her neck with the semi-complete heart around it. One year later, we see Drian. Standing, well, now he's sitting in a tavern. Unsure of where he's at exactly, Brian opens his journal and begins to write. It has been a year since I was last in Foxborough, and I have learned far more than I anticipated. My father is alive in the city of Balteris, and I owe him nothing. I know that, and I miss home dreadfully. Sometimes the light gets to me out here. This is a question that needs an answer. This is knowledge I have to go seek. And I know that Alteris might not let me go. But I have to. I can't spend the rest of my life not knowing why. As he closes the book. Another chapter. Over. And a new one. Just beginning.